Hey, welcome back. It's your boy. We're here. We are back in the sesh wagon, right by the park as a car just drives in behind me on this rainy Saturday evening. And hey, big news this week, the All Blacks named their first team of the year to face Argentina and Mendoza on Sunday morning. And big, the big decision, the big decision, who's starting at first five, that was decided. Damien McKenzie is your first five, your first first five for the first test for the All Blacks in 2023. Bodie Barrett there at fullback because Will Jordan's out with fucking migraines again. That's not concerning at all for a young guy. But, uh, and then Richie Mwanga is on the bench. So I don't know what that means in terms of who's your second first five, but it's clear that they're going for Damien McKenzie. Damien McKenzie is like, you know, he's, he's looks like he's going to get the first role at being the first five for the All Blacks this year. And as long as he doesn't fuck it up. Hold on, I might have to pause this here. Looks like this dude's about to lock me in. No, we're good. We're not getting locked in. Dude was just fucking around. Just been, you know, weird. Probably lost. But anyway, back to the ABs. The most important thing happening in the world right now. The All Blacks. So, they're going to Argentina. Ian Foster's still in charge. Four games leading up to the World Cup this year. Ian Foster knows he's not getting his job back next year, no matter what happens. He's basically got four months left in the role to basically interview for any other bloody international coaching job he could potentially get. And really, that's what he's playing for. He's playing for, if he goes out there, maybe makes a semi or a final, he could... He could easily transition into an England coaching job, you know. Get that nice English rugby RFU paycheck. Or if he completely shits the bed like we're all expecting, he might get Japan or Italy or Georgia. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with Ian Foster going to the All Blacks this year. But your best place for wall-to-wall All Blacks coverage is going to be right here on the Sesh Wagon. The Sesh Wagon podcast. Okay, all right. Let's 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 get. Now we got that out of the way. The most impress, important pressing issue. Let's address the elephant in the room. I'm back. I've been away, away from the podcast game for like three months, unannounced. You know, but that's the thing, man. Podcasting. People think it's an every week thing. I'm bringing back seasons. We just had the off season. We just had an unannounced off season in the podcast game, and. You know, I had to leave it on a cliffhanger. I had to leave it on a cliffhanger. That's basically what I did. I left it on a cliffhanger. Last episode, weird place emotionally. You know, talking about the dating life. It was picking up. Lily's love life was was in full swing. I was put myself out there. Asked a, asked a, asked a pretty girl out. Got rejected. Got rejected. But then... Time passed, asked again, didn't get rejected, went on a date, off we go, fucking bing, butter, boom, before your boy even knew what the fuck was going on, he's in a relationship again, and yeah, yeah, that's where we're at, that's where we're at, me and, me, me and, uh, 
man G, I'll call it G. I think I said what her name was. Yeah, did Georgia. Georgia is the missus name. So weird of yeah. Um so that's where we're at. Shit move fast. And is is that the reason to blame for me not wanting to do podcasting recently? For me just, you know, also not hanging out with the boys as much as I have been, or my other friends and all in general, and just completely shutting off damn near everything from my life that wasn't this one girl for the last two and a half months. Ah, uh, yeah, potentially, 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 potentially. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hide from it. It is what it is. I went out there, fucked around, got pussy whipped. That's probably harsh. We won't, we won't call it that. That's a disgusting word. But uh, yeah, no, no, just completely head over heels, dogging the boys, completely lapsing on all my other commitments. Like an absolute piece of shit. Do I regret it? No. Not one little bit. Not one little bit do I regret any of the decisions or things I have or haven't done over the last two and a half months. Should I have kept podcasting? Probably yes. Probably yes. But it's been, you know, you know where I was at. I was I was getting spotty. I was missing a week or two here and there. I was, you know, trying to keep up with it. Trying to do once a week. Wasn't really feeling it. And yeah, I think we just needed that time away to reassess what this podcast was going to be, what this podcast was going to mean to me, and what the plan, the goal, and the designation for this podcast was going to be. And I think since then, I've got a clearer idea. So yeah, before I get any further, I'm not going to make any promises, not going to make any announcements, not going to make anything, you know too concrete about what this is going to be or what could be or what I'm going to talk about and what we're going to do going forward. I'm just getting back to the roots. I'm just going back to square one. Getting back to the roots of what the sesh wagon was all about and that was about getting the fuck out, getting some weed, going to somewhere private in the car where I could see the world go by, clear my head and just speak to the people. Speak to the people out there. Speak to the loyal listeners of the Seshwagon podcast. And just, yeah man, just do it. Just talk, just vent. Just get the ideas out there. Just try and fucking talk about random shit. Just get ranting, get raving. Get moving, get shaking. That's what we've been doing. Because, you know, I was in the mindset, I was like, ah, oh, you know, I'm doing comedy, doing comedy quite a lot. That's uh, That's my creative outlet. But uh, honestly, you know, in comedy, it's been going, it's been going pretty well. It's been going pretty well. Some bullshit pretty recently. Bit of, you know, bit of political bullshit getting, getting involved recently. But that was, we knew that was going to happen. We knew that was going to happen. Like, you know, we didn't go into this, go into this game completely naive. Completely not expecting there to be some bullshit. And we're getting some bullshit. We'll get into that later. But comedy, it's been going pretty well. Working real hard. Getting into getting on stage as much as I possibly can. And, you know, just... All right, let's get into the bullshit. All right, let's just... It's, it's, what's, it's what's on my mind. It's what really is the reason why I need to get out here and vent. We're just going to cut straight to the bullshit. All right, so, at good times. 
fresh comedy competition. Comedy competition for comedians, in air quotes, with six months or less of experience. You know, winner gets 350 bucks. For some reason, this comp- competition has now been dragged out over three months. There were the heats, semis, and now the finals. I, I, I got put in the first heat. That was last night. Originally wasn't meant to be there. Originally got drawn in the second heat. Got hit up day before. Asked if I could bring it forward. Don't care. Helping him out. Doing him a solid. I'll do it. I'll step up. You know, I'll help him out. And get up there. Do my thing. Do my bit. Do my, do my five, six minutes. Smash it. Do pretty damn well. Actually, you know, perform pretty damn well. Probably top three or four sets I've done. Ever. You know. Tightest material I've got. Added a couple of new things in there. Got up there, performed it well, audience reacted. Thought, you know, shooing in the bag, especially because some of these cunts, most of these cunts have only done stand-up a handful of times. Honestly, a lot of them, generic shit, checking their notes all the time. Thought, you know, shooing, top half of the drawer, goes automatically through to the next round. Thought I was a lock. Should have been a lock. Was a lock. Everybody there that I've spoken to since... Said I was a lock to go through. I was one of the fucking better... Let's be real, I was the best one there. And then, fucking, bada bing, bada boom. What do you know? Results get read out at the end of the end of the show. And I'm not in the top in the top half. Not moving on automatically. There's still a chance, alright? We're not out of it yet. And... Yeah. That was some bullshit. Especially because of, you know, some of the ones I got through. Like, I get it, comedy is a subjective art form, comedy is, it's not objective, measurable in any way, shape or form, but you'd think, especially because the judges are allegedly what well, they are, I've seen them, are experienced comedians, they would not go for some generic fucking bullshit, like, oh, I'm a foreigner, your country's weird, by two different fucking comedians doing that fucking same fucking routine and some dude, great dude who looked at his notes like six times in his whole set and then some chick who just, you know, not some chick she's cool, I'm not going to degrade her like that she did well, I liked her set but she didn't even get she got like the second lowest reaction sorry, dropped the phone, but anyway so I'm salty, it's been less than 24 hours I'm still salty alright, it pissed me off and what pissed me off more, after the show, one of said judges came up to me, told me, hey, thought you did a good job. Basically, in a roundabout way, he said it wasn't really up to them. It was the other judge who's the judge for all of them that basically made the decision to not let me go through automatically, which was some damn fucking bullshit. But yeah, but this fucking comedian, I don't even know. I'm not going to name names. If you're in the Christchurch comedy scene, you know exactly who I'm talking about. But he's some fucking 40-year-old cunt. Been doing comedy for 20 fucking years. Never going anywhere. Never leaving the city. Fucking loves his improv. That fucking terrible, shitty art form. Here's the thing about improv. Any type of improv show that's ever been on television and ever got any mainstream notoriety, like Whose Line Is It Anyway or anything like that, not fucking improvised. That's a fucking ruse. They fucking script that whole damn fucking show. So, improv sucks. But, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. This cunt. Basically, second hand, the reason I got that I didn't go through is because it wasn't the best performance they've ever seen of me. Even though they've never seen half the others and they were fucking shit. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe it's sour grapes. Maybe I'm just, you know, ego's been bruised. Um, you know, not handling it well. But it's just, you know, it's absolute utter bullcrap. That's all I'm going to say. Absolute utter bullcrap. Left me at the conclusion. I'm pretty sure this guy either personally or just doesn't doesn't like me or doesn't like my comedy or just has some sort of gripe against me. Maybe I remind him of his fucking high school bully or some shit. The fucking beta cuck. But, uh, yeah. 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 Not happy about it. Not happy about it. And it's kind of pissed me off. It's kind of, it's kind of pissed me off that I'm reacting like this. Well, but, I don't know, man. You had to be there. You had to be there. It sounds like sour grapes. I know it does. I know, I know it sounds like, Matt, the fuck, bro? It's a comedy competition. Get over it. You're not even knocked out. Like, you're probably going to be one of the wild cards that gets through the semis anyway. In that case, I hope it's fucking different judges there because that was some... Otherwise, I'm just going to go scorched earth and just probably rip into this cunt while I'm up there on stage. That's literally all I've been doing today is just writing jokes about how much this guy is a fucking cunt. I'm lose a piece of shit, honestly. Well, you know, he should be jealous of me, though. He's a bald cunt. Look at the best damn hair in comedy. His beard looks like it's painted on. Mine's bushy and beautiful. And, you know, outside of the performing arts, this guy has zero career prospects, so... You know, he's just fucking jealous. That's all he fucking is. But, you know, I, I, I don't... Ah, that's what it's... My reaction is what's annoying me the most. Because I can't control it, man. I got emotional. I'm getting... I have been emotional the last, last 24 hours. They really fucking... It kind of cut me deep a little bit, if I'm being real. And... Maybe that's why. Maybe I'm taking it too seriously. Maybe my mindset's not in the right place. Maybe I'm trying to go too fast, trying to expect too much. Which is also why... But then also, especially with comedy. Comedy, so much of it is not in my control. It's so fucking political, man. It's so... Like, it's who you know. It's, you know, kissing babies, shaking hands. It's built networking, building relationships, politicking. It's who you know, not what you know. It's just... You know, that's why I felt like I had to get out there and just get onto the podcast. Like, because there's been other things. I don't think I've fully addressed on the podcast because of my hiatus in the last few months. No, I don't think I've addressed all of this. Yeah, there's been a few things in the last few months that have kind of grinded my gears about the Christchurch comedy scene. All kind of expected things. I'm not... Like, if you go back and listen to the earlier episodes around the time that I was just starting, these are all, like, legitimate things that I thought were going to be problems that are coming up and granted none of them have been major none of them are turning me away none of them are getting me to quit or just reassess what I'm doing in comedy but you know basically basically I had somebody's been bitching was bitching about me on reddit about one of my jokes about old mate Dylan special needs kid that I work with on fucking reddit on the reddit Christchurch board or some fucking bullshit and that got through to the one, guys in the comedy club. 
And I get a message from one of the one of the people that run the comedy club. Basically, asks me, "Hey, can I not do that material anymore? Because they're concerned about the professional boundaries I may be crossing by talking about stuff that, you know, this, you know, kid or whatever can't hear." And I was like, "The fuck, the fuck is going on?" Like, honestly, it wasn't even like none of the stuff I've ever said on stage about that guy has been bad or derogatory in any way, shape, or form. None of it's been made up. All of it's been lighthearted in a way to humanize him and fucking, you know, endear myself to the audience and basically advocate for doing that line of work. You know? I call him a cunt once. That's the thing. And that's what pisses me off. These 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 people that are running this comedy club saw my saw my every fucking set I did about this kid. And yeah. They still fucking were like, oh no, we can't even possibly allow one little person to maybe get offended. It's just, it's unbelievable. It's an absolute fucking joke. But anywho, anyway. That's the thing. I just need to let, I just need to let that steam off. But that's why we're going to the podcast. The podcast... It's a creative outlet, only I can do, only I can control, no one else is allowed to interfere with this, this is me, my thoughts, my train of thinking, my day-to-day life, my ideas, just out there in the open, my writing, my just talking and blurbing and letting shit go and fly and saying what's on my mind and giving my opinion on things, that's, uh, no one else can, no one else can control this. No one else, you know, this is me. This is raw. This is raw me. Like, I'm not trying to not trying to particularly make it funny. Not trying to particularly make everything entertaining. Just trying to give you, peel, peel back the layer, peel, peel back, you know, break down that fourth wall. Give you some insight into what's going on, what's happening, what I'm thinking, how I'm feeling. Without, you know, the concern of, oh... You know, I wonder if so-and-so, you know, I wonder if this is going to get me to the next step. I wonder if this is going to get so-and-so to like me more and give me more stage time. Or if this is going to finally get me to break through and get to that next, you know, rung on the ladder in the Christchurch comedy scene. Just trying to progress. Trying to baby kiss and people please and get my way there. Trying to be really nice to everybody and, yeah, just... Yeah, all that fucking bullshit. I need an outlet. I need an outlet just to, just to let it go, let people know how I'm feeling, and trying to entertain, trying to help, and trying to you know, trying to help you get through your bullshit. Because really, man, I'm an absolute piece of shit if I'm complaining about what I'm doing. The way I am, because life's life's fucking ridiculously good right now. Life is just, I don't know, bro. I'm on a I'm on a hot streak on life. Your boy's heating up. He's hitting the, He's hitting his shots. He's shooting his shots. And, you know, granted, not all of them are going in. Not all of them are going in. And sometimes you can have the perfect technique, the wide open look, and perfectly drawn play, and still that shot's just not going to go in for whatever reason. Sometimes the ref's going to be a cunt, like last night. Sometimes you're going to... Have your timing just slightly off. And you're just getting a little bit too ahead of yourself. Or you waited a little bit too long. And 
things aren't going to go. Like, that's always going to happen. But outside of little tiny things like that, life's fucking good, man. Life is fucking good. So I really need to just quit my, quit my complaining. Quit being such a negative Nancy. Start being a positive Peter. Positive Polly. No negative Nancys around here. Posy vibes only, boys. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing from here on out. We're just gonna go, talk, bring some joy to the world, help you get through your bullshit life while I talk about my bullshit life. And yeah. So, changing topic. So I got a new MIDI. The MIDI is secured, has been for a couple of months now. And it's weird. Good. Great. But weird, man. Weird. Not, not saying she's weird, even though she's a little bit weird. She'll fucking admit it. Um, but, yeah, man. Weird how I've fucking just fallen straight into it. Just gone 100%. Balls deep. Balls deep into the relationship. Phys- literally and metaphorically. And, uh, yeah, there's just... Um, there's been no patience at all. There's been no taking it slow. No me biting my tie. I've just been fucking... Pouring all of it out, telling all this girl all my deepest, darkest secrets and fears and vulnerabilities, and she's been doing the same back to me, and it's uh, it's working. Not that like I'm doing it just to get her to like me or anything. Like it's all genuine, but um, yeah, it's 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 going incredibly well. And I'm, it's going, like, it's almost going too well. That's the thing. Maybe that's just my anxiety. My overactive mind. Life can just, I can't just accept that life is actually, you know, giving me a break and being half decent for once. I've got to, like, second guess it and assume something bad is coming around the corner. But, yeah. Life's good. That's good. Work's good. Got promoted. I can't remember if that was before or after the last podcast. I think it was after. Got promoted. Now I'm the boss of my friends, which is a problem. It's good. It's fun. i got to pay rise. More responsibilities. The job in itself is a lot more interesting. Day goes, goes by a lot quicker. And Other than the first month where I was fucking exhausted as shit every day because it was all brand new and I was learning and learning and learning and just trying to get shit, un- you know, get shit under my belt and get an understanding of everything as quickly as possible, that part sucked, but now that I'm settled in, know what I'm doing, it's pretty fucking good, and I'm getting paid more, and I got power, I have power over people, I have control, I can ruin these people's lives, I could fire one of them, I could make up some BS about one of these cunts and get them fired tomorrow, I could fabricate a story about one of these people. Say, like, I don't know, they've been stealing Whitaker's chocolate bars from the pantry and taking them home. I don't know, maybe I might need something more extreme than that. Maybe, I don't know, they've been selling data to the Russian government. I could tell them, I don't know, that they touched me inappropriately. They made comments about my breasts, about my body. I could say that. I could make things up about that, about the people I work with. And I could get them fired. 
Or I could just sabotage their work and make it look like that they don't know what they're doing. That they're useless at, uh, at their job. And get them fired. But why would I? I don't know. I like most of the people I work with. None of them have done anything to cause me to seek revenge upon them at this point in time. So I don't know why. I don't know why I would do that. But it's just nice to know that I, I could. It's nice to know that you could ruin another human being's life. Just because you don't want them around anymore, basically. That's that's where I'm at. And some of them are friends. Some of them are friends, which isn't going to help things. Some of them have had around, had around to the flat. Some of them have done illegal substances with me. So that, 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 that's not ideal. That's not exactly what you want to do when you're the boss. Uh, illegal substances, yes, is what you should be doing. That's what you should be doing all the time, everywhere. It doesn't matter who you are. But uh, not with your employees. Not with the people you're meant to be working with. And not with your inferiors. Uh, not just at the workplace, but in life. You don't want to be doing that. So... But they're cool. Those ones in particular are cool. Uh, yeah. But, uh, so life's going good in that way. Work's being busy. Stressful though, because like, not going to lie, if shit hits the fan and shit fucks up, uh, it's going to look bad on me. And we don't want anything to look bad on me. At all. Ever. Because I am the best. And I know I'm the best. Yeah. Even though. But I was having this thought the other day. I'm basically the Kanye West of the Christchurch comedy scene. The last... About 15 minutes, the middle 15 minutes of this podcast so far. Goes a long way to proving that, man. My ego. It's not even, like, that's the thing. Like, I know I know, I think I'm way better than everybody. But it's because I am way better than everybody. And I've seen all the evidence that points, to the point, points me in the direction that I am better than, or at least had the ability to be better than damn near every fucking comedian in the Christchurch comedy scene. And, or, you know, it's just a matter of time that, you know, I'm inevitably going to keep chipping away at it, that I'll start getting these opportunities to prove that I am better than everybody in the Christchurch comedy scene at comedy, and that I will get the notoriety and the stage time and the promotion that I deserve. But that's how Kanye feels about everything in life. So I am the Kanye West of the Christchurch comedy scene, I am going to start spouting off on the Jayish people. No, I'm not. Let's calm down. But uh, that's that's where we're at. So, yeah, I just need to calm down a little bit, I think. I need to put my foot on the gas. I need to take my foot... No, not... Yeah, I need to take my foot off the gas. The foot has been on the gas. I need to take it off. Chill. Coast. Let it idle. And just figure out what the fuck's going on. Because I'm getting way too ahead of myself. I'm placing way too much value on what I think other people who I barely know or barely even like. I'm putting way too much value on people like that's opinions of me and my work. And it's really, that's fucking not a wise thing to do at all. Not the smartest approach to have in life at all. But it's not even that. Like, I don't know. Everything else... Back on the bullshit, back on that bullshit comedy, comedy competition. Like the other comics I've spoken to, 
they all thought it was bullshit. They are all they are all completely confused at some of the decisions that were made. So I don't know. I don't know how to feel. I guess it's still too early. I'm beating myself up about being too emotional. But I'm allowed to be emotional. It's because I care. It's because I give a fuck. And if if you're an avid listener of this show, of this podcast, you'll know that I've always been a person that just gives too much of a fuck. But then also I don't really give a fuck. Because I, I know that none of this really matters at all. Like, none of this matters at all. Like, what is stand-up comedy? It's literally one person with a microphone in front of an audience trying to entertain them in whatever way they can. It's an art form that is odd and strange and in some respect has roots to the jesters jesters and poets of the millennia ago, but it was also completely different. So I don't know. Is it worth putting too much stock in it? It's fucking fun. When it goes well, it's fucking fun. But uh, that's the thing. It's like it's. I'm, I'm really just putting all this, letting myself feel this way. Get worked up, get down on myself, because of the opinion of one cunt. One cunt. That's what he is too. A cunt. Like he's never. I don't know. He's, he's reasonably funny. His jokes are well crafted, well structured. He performs well. But I think, I don't know, jury's out with me whether this guy's actually a decent person or not, because I've been on and off around this guy for about five months now, and yeah, I don't know, haven't really, again, don't really know the guy personally all that well, just going off vibes, and I don't think he's a shitty person, he's never, unless like, He's just an underhanded cunt and behind the scenes is a shitty person, but I, I don't know. Jerry's out on him. Jerry's out on his, his quality of character and his basic human decency. So, yeah. Yeah. So if, you, if, if you've liked the last 30 minutes of podcasting, with me just airing my grievances on the current Christchurch comedy scene, not naming names, not giving out too much personal information, then tune in, tune in next week, I don't know if I'm going to do this every week, I don't know if I'm going to do this twice a week, I don't know if I'm going to do this three times a week, I don't know when I'm going to do this, we're just feeling it out, we're just, we're just trying to slot it back into the schedule, schedule has been completely uplifted, flipped over, switched and turned around, that I don't even know which way is up anymore, so that's where we're at. But yeah, life is good. Life is good. As the rain pours down on the Saturday night at Marcelin's Domain in my 1999 Honda Avancia, as we close out this first episode of Season 2 of the Seshwagon Podcast, I want to say thank you. Thank you for sticking around this long. And thank you for coming back to the next episode and listening to this absolute batshit crazy individual that is occasionally funny and witty and smart but also a little bit deranged and up himself and delusional thank you thank you for listening and feeding my narcissistic ego and 
helping me convince me to continue on with this noble pursuit of putting my voice and my thoughts out into the universe as much as I possibly can. Alright, stay sexy, you dirty mofos. I shall see you next time.